Living in the city today, you have Uber and Lyft. Before you had taxis, you had the subway, you have transit buses. But in the future, how will we get around? And how will we do business? Well, things are starting to change now. And even though their vehicles have been pulled off the road recently, autonomous little pods are essentially becoming part of our landscape for the cities of the future. But really, do we need them? And how will they ever change our landscape completely? That is something today we're going to look at on the Autolux podcast. Welcome back to the Autolux Podcast. I am your host, as always, the doctor to the automotive industry, Mr. Everett J, coming to you from our main website at autolux.net. If you haven't been there, stop by, check it out. Go see the Corporate Links website page and read some of our reviews. The Autolux Podcast is brought to you by Ecom Entertainment Group and distributed by podbean.com. If you'd like to get in touch with us, send us an email over at email at autolux.net. And if you haven't heard, the doctor to the automotive industry, Mr. Everett J, has actually been on a few other podcasts as of recently. You can find links to those on both our websites and on our Facebook feed with links directly to all the pages and all the websites of the podcasts we have been on. So look at this in the beginning, intercity autonomous pods. They're part of our landscape for the future. We have talked about autonomous vehicles before and the future of our landscape of our vehicles. We've talked about it in some of our previous podcasts about, you know, our future infrastructure and autonomous traveling. But intercity autonomous pods, they're one of the few things for our future that's going to change our landscape completely. If you haven't already seen or even heard about the cruise product by General Motors, yeah, they've had a few issues in the past and now they've actually had their license revoked for operating unmanned whereas in my home country canada we actually have to have somebody behind the wheel of any autonomous vehicle they're not in control but they have to be there well autonomous vehicles and the reason why automakers are actually looking into them is they know that companies like uber and lyft are looking towards the future they're looking towards the future of delivery of both people and products this is not a market that's being taken lightly. With some of the biggest players from General Motors, Canoe, Volkswagen, and you get into China with Zooks and Beidou. Technology companies are looking into autonomous vehicles. But why is that? Well, as humans, we don't like to be trapped inside of our houses. During COVID, while we were trapped, we started to learn, hey, being stuck at home really does suck and not being able to go anywhere else. But how can we do that safely in the future if this ever happens again? Well, autonomous pods could be the answer to that. It's a new form of intercity traveling to pick you up from here and bring you there. Yeah, we get it. There's cabs already out there and there are ride hailing services that are already out there. But ride hailing services are looking at how do we get rid of the driver interface? How do we make it so we get the best bang for our buck? Because not everybody is willing to pick up that person, that person, that person and bring them from place to place. Cabs don't do it either. You make a call, you get picked up, you get brought somewhere. But there's got to be something a little bit easier. If there's six people in a general area all going to the same destination, how come one vehicle can't just pick them up and bring them there? And the same goes with delivering products. Why do I need to jam so much into a van and drive all over the city when I got these three massive orders that I can just get dropped off really easily and then come back and do those intercity pods are the answer and china is showcasing to us about how to utilize an abundance of space for more single purposes 
Minivans are a big marketplace. And if you listen to our podcast about the growing luxury minivan marketplace, especially in the Asian markets, you understand that minivans are actually becoming big money in specific environments. Lexus has a minivan in China. Why do they need that? They have big SUVs. They have big sedans. Why do you need something like a minivan? Well, a minivan allows you to nearly stand up inside of it. It maximizes the space for you to sit up upright and do projects. You can literally put an office inside of your van. So when you're going from the office to the airport and you're stuck in traffic, you don't have to stop working. Whereas right now we have to have tablets or our phones and we have to do everything on a smaller scale. Where mobile offices can become a thing of the future. And inner city autonomous pods can be part of it. Creating a Cadillac autonomous pod can allow business owners to go from one location to another in a dedicated luxury service. Yes, different manufacturers, different services. If I'm only willing to pay 20 bucks to go down the road, well, they're going to send me a cruise to come pick me up along with a bunch of other people. But if I want a dedicated delivery of myself, I got the money and I don't mind spending a hundred bucks to do this in creature comfort just because I want to have a drink on my 15 minute ride to the airport. They're going to send me the Cadillac. These autonomous pods are driverless, which means you're taking the drivers out of the equation. Yes, this is very bad for the taxi and ride hailing service market because all of these people will no longer be needed. There are jobs that are gone but you have to remember you now need people who understand the complexity of these vehicles more service jobs more operations jobs you need people to monitor them on videos cameras you need people to understand how they operate Thomas Pods will move those people from lower jobs to higher jobs. Yes, there's more of an education factor involved with the inner city autonomous pods to get us out and about, but having a product like the Volkswagen Cedric or the Zooks V86 to come pick us up will mean we can get there in a little bit more creature comfort than sitting in the back of some person's smelly sedan. How many times have you gotten into a cab or a ride-hailing service vehicle and the vehicle smells bad or it's dirty or the person is rude and you're just like, you know what? I, I don't don't want to talk to you. You just left a date, had a one night stand and you're leaving their house and you just don't want to talk to anybody and the driver just wants to chit chat with you the whole way home. He's just like, no, there's got to be another way. Well, there is. These autonomous pods, which we are actually rating now on the Autolux podcast. If you check the EV hybrid marketplace, you will find the autonomous pod category. Pods will be utilized for pickup and delivery of both people and products. But like we said, they can be used as a mobile office. They can be used for mobile meetings where everybody doesn't need to come into the office. You could just have one vehicle picked everybody up and have a meeting on the way to the office. They can be used for birthdays. Have a kid's birthday party on the go. The party doesn't have to stop just because we're going to a different venue. Same with the wedding. Your wedding doesn't have to stop. You get married here and you get into the autonomous vehicle, you can have pictures done. It could be good for a night out, a party crowd, a mobile club, a mobile bar. Hell, it can even be a mobile dating service. Autonomous pods in the future have so many potentials. And with everybody on products like Tinder today and Bumble, going around trying to meet people and you gotta swipe here and swipe there and then you never know who you're going to meet and, and hook up with out in the real world. If you ever watch Netflix and watch the Tinder Swindler, you can understand this concept of meeting the wrong person who's just going to take you for everything that they're worth. Where in Europe, when you sell something on Kijiji, they have dedicated places in a lot of major cities where you can do exchanges of products in a safe environment so you don't have to worry about being robbed or mugged or anything. It's safe. The mobile dating service and autonomous pods could be a massive marketplace. You don't like the date? Push 
the end button and get out and you're gone. You don't have to casually try and disappear from the restaurant. You can literally hit the stop button and walk out. You get in a fight with somebody, you can literally stop and get out. The meeting's not going your way. You can end it and get out. You can exchange via. These vehicles can also be used as a catalyst between public transit services as well. Where I live right now, I am close to a transit service where I can pick up a bus, but it's the last one on the west side of the city. Sure, it's a 10 minute walk for me to the bus stop, but anybody else in the communities further down the road from me have to take what they call Transcap. They have to pre-book a ride to the bus service, where autonomous vehicles like this can be utilized in a situation like that without having to put a cab out of service to go pick up one person and take up nearly two hours of your time. You could send an autonomous pod out to select locations to sit and wait for calls to come in. More direct services. You are not waiting as long. In a world of today where we're looking at hyperloops to get us from point A to point B even quicker than flying, why not have autonomous pods waiting at the other end? Companies like Uber see the potential in this by having these autonomous pods just sitting there standing, not even having to idle. They literally just pull up to the charging pad, park there, recharge, and wait for somebody to get in. But if that one person gets in and all of a sudden they get a response from somebody coming off a flight in two minutes time, they can withhold that person until the next person arrives. Sure, you can be inconvenient slightly, but they maximize the profits by having two Two, pay for one. This is where one of the maximum benefits to these inner city ride hailing vehicles come from. Products like Canoe, where you can actually have an autonomous driver and you can bring all these people around, have the party bus. It's kind of like a limo service. Replacing that with an autonomous mobility system can make it more viable for businesses to operate. Sure, you don't have to pay somebody now to drive there. That person doesn't have to worry about being mugged, not paid, and have people jump out of the vehicle. The app opens up and selects your ride. You can either make it on your service where if there's multiple people, the fare gets decreased, but not decreased to the point where it's two people perfectly sharing the same amount where people share and have a reduction of 25% off their bill because they're sharing it with somebody else. Where these companies can make more money off of people by overcrowding this system. Meetings on wheels, high-class travel, making more money off the same amount of people. It's a viable business venture for the future. But the one thing that autonomous pods really have to look at where people are willing to utilize these pods to become mobile. Link and Company, if you've ever heard of them, they're one of the original founders of subscription car services. Well, they allow you to pay a monthly fee and be able to utilize their vehicles in any market that they have. When you leave your market, your vehicle goes into the marketplace for somebody else to utilize. When you get to the next marketplace, you can use somebody else's vehicle in that marketplace. Well, what's the concept behind that with these inner city autonomous pods? Traveling. Traveling across the country while you're driving is not always the most fun. Your kids are strapped in. Nobody's having fun. Unless you have a motorhome, it's not a fun family gathering. It's great because you get to see these amazing landscapes behind you. I prefer to travel by vehicle than to fly everywhere because I love to see the world around me more so than what's just below me. Sure, I can get places a lot quicker by flying, but traveling by vehicle. And with people with wanderlust, autonomous vehicles could be that catalyst for the future to bring back that wanderlust mentality. Where people can book it for a day, select where they want to go, and as long as the vehicle is outfitted to be able to travel those ranks, you can have a day out. You could be in comfort. You can have your snacks. If it's a boring part of the trip, you can read a book or watch something. You can catch up on some business work. You can put on a show. You can have whatever 
whatever you want on this trip. Now, if you're just going down to visit family, you can all hop in and have one amazing ride where one person is not dedicated to just driving there while everybody else is just chit-chatting back and forth and trying to have some fun. You can literally, all of you, have a fun ride there. You've seen it a million and a half times. You don't care to see it again. You just want to have a good time. You want to watch a movie. It's a four-hour drive. We can watch two movies in that amount of time. And you can go ahead and you can do that. By allowing us to become more active in the environment around us, the autonomous pod market could expand outside of every major facet of mobility by replacing cabs, buses, school buses, Uber, Uber deliveries, inner city delivery vehicles, grocery delivery. Autonomous pods can be utilized on an exponential scale. School buses are a big thing because being able to utilize them as school buses would be another great thing. If you've seen the Volkswagen Cedric back in the day, they created a school bus option because in some markets there's not as many kids being picked up and you can utilize this thing to pick up and drop kids off where after that a digitally encoded exterior screen can change the colors of the pod from being yellow to being a black vehicle or white vehicle for cab services throughout the day where at one specific time it will shut down take its last fare and move back to the bus service it once existed before bus companies who move our kids to school from back and forth to school every single day will now be able to utilize those vehicles at all times of the day. Autonomous pods will help bus companies become more viable option. They'll ensure the safety and security of our children while also providing transportation that is up to code. Or if you don't know this, most diesel buses that drive on the roads are run by companies that don't properly service them and don't maintain them properly, which means kids are actually getting sick. Diesel fumes entering the inside of the bus due to holes, damages, and unfulfilled repairs cause issue with children. By moving them to these autonomous pods and being able to utilize them on a scale bigger than before where, you know, during any given day you don't need to have one or two drivers bringing kids from school to their outings, you can now utilize all of your vehicles at any given time of the day. And after it makes the last delivery for the last child at the end of the day, that can revert back to being a hailing service product. Uber just wound up being part of Bluebird Buses. Uber is now delivering both your food, yourself, and your family to every major place you want to go. And with the ability to traverse the world more freely in an autonomous environment, these pods will make it so more people want to get out and do things. One of the biggest problems I find with a lot of people who always complain about my wanderlust of going out and doing these amazing trips is it takes forever to get to these places. And you know, sometimes you've already seen the route there. You don't want to see it again. It's so long and so boring. Well, until teleportation comes out, an inner city autonomous pod could be the catalyst to bring people back to that. Where a trip I previously made with my wife, we did more things in one day than most people do in a week's vacation. Why? Because we're willing to do stuff like that. We're willing to get up early and get home late so we can do as many fun things during the day. Most other people won't do that. But with a pod to get them there, they can keep doing their work. Hell, they can get into the pod, have a nap for the first hour and a half of their trip, on their way to their final destination. For myself, coming from my main city, going to the closest major theme park is four hours away. When I get up, because I want to be there when the doors open at 10, I gotta leave my house by six o'clock and I'm dead tired and I don't want to do it. These autonomous vehicles, 
can bring me from point A to point B. And while they're in Toronto, my vehicle be, can be hooked up to the autonomous system in and around that environment and become a vehicle to make me money as it waits for me. Parking lot reductions, because now you don't need as many parking spaces because people are utilizing autonomous vehicles to get from point A to point B. The simplistic point of point A to point B travel is still there, but the capacity required to house all of those vehicles has become more limited, moving more people quicker and easier along the world. Autonomous vehicles have one main standpoint that will set them apart and help them explore and expand in the world around us. And it'll all start with the inner city, as it already has with crews in San Francisco. The inner city is where it needs to begin and expand out from there. The autonomous systems eventually need to use GPS positioning services as opposed to utilizing cameras that see lines. Because when sandstorms and snowstorms hit you, you can't see those lines. You'll have to understand that the road is still there. Autonomous pods are not without their faults, but the benefits far outweigh the faults that we are starting to see. People see these things and say, yeah, I don't see it coming in, but autonomous pods are a catalyst for mobility in the future. With vehicle ownership on the rise and costing us even more money, personal mobility units, as per autonomous pods, will be our future. And whether it be a school bus, a mobile office, or hell, even the party bus for a nightclub, autonomous vehicles are going to be here in the future and they're a product we all require. You know, they always tell you you shouldn't drink and drive, but if a computer is the mobility unit, you can still drink while riding. This may open up the door to more vices becoming more readily available available to people with the adult film industry, the alcohol, or even drug market with more accessibility within a mobility state, somebody being able to buy it and deliver products easily and more transferably through an autonomous system. But that will happen no matter what we get into. We've proven that no matter what we do, somebody always finds a way to find a gray area in it to bring the vice systems into it. Autonomous vehicles will not be without their faults, but the benefit for you and me to get out and see the expanse world outside of our main door and to make our bubble even bigger is an opportunity one autonomous ride away. The future has a big point for the autonomous mobility units. And by having products that are fitted to specific lifestyles and people, autonomous vehicles can help service the mobility world of the future. Getting more of us out of car ownership when we don't require it. Where most people in inner cities only utilize their vehicle once or twice a week. We no longer need that because we now have a personal mobility unit which can pick us up and drop us off whenever we require. Or even today, Uber and Lyft, you have to wait for your Uber or Lyft to arrive. Sure, you could do something in the meantime, but you're still waiting. Autonomous vehicles will change that. And the pods of tomorrow will help deliver our groceries, bring our kids to school, and provide us the safe and comfortable environment to both travel in, catch a few Zs, or have a meeting in. Autonomous pods are a big part of our automotive future. And companies like General Motors, Canoe, and Volkswagen know this. They see that autonomous vehicles have limitless possibilities for our future development. And the fact that we can decrease the size of parking required and office buildings required due to autonomous vehicles while also creating a main and stable throughway along roadways. The autonomous pod is where our future is headed. Major urban markets will be its first foothold.
So if you like this podcast, please like, share, or comment on any of the major social feeds that you find us on, whether it be Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or God only knows, any of the others. After you've promoted that and hit the like button at the bottom, especially on the post that you may have found this on, click the like button to like Autolux so you can find more information from the Autolux podcast and the Autolux.net website, inclusive of all of our design ratings and new companies from our Corporate Links website pages. After you stop by the website, send this out to your friends, your family, and tell them about the Autolux world and the autonomous vehicles that are coming for our future. The Autolux Podcast has been brought to you by Ecom Entertainment Group and distributed by Podbeam.com. The Autolux Podcast is hosted by the doctor to the automotive industry, Mr. Everett J. And if you'd like to get in touch with Everett J., send an email over to email at Autolux.net. So for myself, Everett J., my mobile autonomous office, well, the one I wish I had, strap yourself in for this one intriguing ride that we don't have to drive in in the future.